Hello there, Nicola Barden here from Q102's Weekend Buzz. I hope you are all doing really well and thank you so, so much for pressing play today to listen to this episode. Before I let you listen to the whole thing, I just have a little bit of news for you. So if you're a fan of the Weekend Buzz or this is the first time you've ever listened to it, amazing and thank you and scroll back. We've got over 70 episodes there. So there's some great chats for you to listen to from the likes of the cast of SVU, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Grey's Anatomy, loads of stuff, some amazing singers, reality stars, great in-depth conversations for you to enjoy and I know that's what you're here for so that's why I have to tell you my news I have rebranded the show and it is now strictly podcast so it's no longer on radio it is just podcast and it goes under the name tis yourself so do come and find us we're on um, Instagram and Twitter and obviously all the places that you're listening to podcasts so if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google, Castbox, Good Pods, Spotify we are there I am there with my over 50 guests, fantastic guests. You're going to love some of them. They're absolutely amazing. So we've got some of the cast from like Games of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Yes, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Can you believe it? Uh, Some amazing singers like Shane Ward, Matt Cardle are there. We have the actor Jerry O'Connell, who had some surprising roots to Ireland, you won't believe. We have... The likes of Tom Lenk from Buffy, who played Andrew. Um, if you're Irish, you'll know the names James Patrice, Trisha's Transformation, Tommy Fleming, the Nolan family. There's loads and loads of stuff in there. We've Sarah Jane Dunn from Hollyoaks. We've got some cast of EastEnders. So there's a real mix of Irish, UK, US guests. And we're just adding to them every single day. We're getting some new guests. Season four is just about to be launched. So come and join me. I'm over here waiting for you to discover me. That's Tiz Yourself with me, Nicola Barden. Hope you enjoy this episode. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back here to the Weekend Buzz on Dublin's Q102. Nicola Barden with you until 8 and um, I am going to play some new music in a few minutes. But first, but first pandemic all we've been hearing is bad news bad news bad news and um you know so all we've been hoping for is some good news and we had that during the week rosanna davison announced she's pregnant with twin identical baby boys so cute and if you're like me you probably cried at the post um and other good news is a singer songwriter from ireland has now been picked up because his song he released during the pandemic has been picked up by Sony Music, the same people who look after Beyonce, they look after the script, you know, Damien Dempsey. These are the Khaled, um, everybody. They look after everybody, you know. Um, Even, I think they had looked after Prince back in the day. They are obviously global and worldwide and Robert Grace was signed to them a few weeks ago and he's on the phone now. Good morning, Robert. 
Good morning. How are you doing? Good. You obviously are a lot better than I am, I'd say, at the moment. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, over them. It still hasn't sank in, to be honest. It's like it, everybody has been kind of in this worried period and that, and you obviously were like that beforehand, and then this amazing thing happened. Yeah, I mean, it, it suited me the best, I think, this whole situation. <laughs> I mean, I, I honestly feel like if it didn't happen, I probably wouldn't have got a record. So, I mean, it's, uh, I have to look at it in some positive way. Wow, because you actually released the song on your own. This isn't, like, uh, you didn't put Fake Fine Out through a label. This is all independent. Yeah, originally, that's what happened. On the, on the 12th of June, I, I put out um, Fake Fine myself. And 10 days later, we got the first uh, offer from a label. So it, it was madness, absolute madness. Because like, obviously, this is a very hard time for musicians. You know, I imagine that you had things penciled in that you were planning to do in the months that have now been cancelled, really. Yeah, I mean, it's it's awfully hard, to be, to be fair, on like all musicians, especially, you know, like a lot of music, a lot of artists I know even that are doing their own music, they kind of rely on, you know, gigs, um, pub gigs and stuff like that just to keep themselves going and there's there's none of that anymore so you know and I had I planned maybe a, a headline show uh, at some point but sure that won't be happening for another while but um, yeah like it's a lot of a lot of plans for everyone got cancelled especially for musicians you know yeah and like if you're established and you're out there you know it's different you probably have made enough to keep you ticking over you know you've got streaming the streaming numbers are still huge even though you don't make much money from streaming and yet if you're struggling and you're starting out you know you're planning to gig every night you're going to any bar that'll have you you know you're trying to get your name on bills and then suddenly on festival bills and stuff and then suddenly that's all come to a grinding halt yeah I mean it's it's um, it's it's so hard like I mean like I was hoping to do you know um, the likes of maybe Electric Picnic Independence all that as well you know and it's it it would have been great to do them, but sure. I mean, I mean, there's always next year. Hopefully, if everything yeah. goes plan. Exactly. Oh God, electric picnic better be on next year because I cannot <laughs> cope with going another year without it. I'm already struggling. God That's help me. So the first good. weekend of September, I'm going to be yeah. in a camp. I'm going to have a tent out in my back garden or something. <laughs> Put some speakers and just play what the lineup. Yeah, and just have a load of cans, and my neighbours will be like, "Shut up!" <laughs> like, leave me alone. Because, <laughs> like, obviously, EP and Independence and C Sessions, these are all places that emerging artists kind of get discovered by the mass, I suppose. Like, because I know myself, I stumble through, you know, tent to tent to kind of hear people I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and then you might just randomly be somewhere and hear someone, you know. So I mean, it's a great, it's a great um, festival, and it's just a pity that. Uh, well, obviously, it can't be for safety reasons, it can't be yeah. on, but it's just, a, it's just a pity because it's so good. Yeah. So you, what do you had the song written? Was it written during the pandemic, or did you write it beforehand? I I wrote the first verse um, literally the week before we went into lockdown. So like, uh, I just had a couple of bad days and. Obviously, we everyone knew about what was going on in the world, but we didn't know. We didn't know exactly when. Um, or what would happen? We didn't know if the country would go into lockdown, but it was the week beforehand, and I wrote the first verse, and then the next week, <laughs> everything uh, fell apart. Yeah. So, uh, and then between maybe that week and the week after, it, I finished the song with one of my friends. So, um, yeah, because it, it was is, all. It's yeah, about it's all mental health, mental health, and as you mentioned, you're having bad days. It's about that. It's about that fake. I'm okay. Don't ask me any more questions, kind of thing. Yeah, and it's uh, you know it's linked to the 
the pandemic as well. I mean, I was kind of um, making a comparison between, you know, the pandemic is obviously going on at the moment, but also like that depression is like a pandemic, you know, and that it's it's kind of spreading around to everyone. Um, you know, that's the kind of metaphor I was trying to get across as well, but also make it super, because at the moment there's loads of people that are mentally affected by uh, everything that's going on. And I was trying to kind of, you know, make the song relatable to those people as well. It's actually a really good metaphor because it is, I suppose, there will be, when we go back to what will be our normal lives, um, you know, whenever that is, or even if it's just starting to, you know, there are a lot of people who are now presenting with mental health issues because, you know, you're forced into a situation that none of us were prepared for. And you're spending a lot of time with yourself or with your thoughts or with people who you're not, you don't want to spend a lot of time with. And a a lot of people are going to come out of this not the better and you know it's I suppose that that whole idea of pretending that you're okay you know we don't need to do that anymore yeah yeah I mean it's it's uh it's gonna be tough for a lot of people really like there's some people I was listening to the news and there's some people that actually they hated the lockdown at, at the start but now they're afraid to actually go outside again you know they don't want to go outside they don't want to leave the house and you know I think that's going to happen a good bit as well where people are just going to be like they they're just don't want they're, they've gotten so used to kind of being locked up that they don't want to go out you know that's me I have like I've never really had anxiety before and then I noticed a friend invited me to her house last week and I needed to know exactly who was going to be there I was like I'm going to yeah. socially distance I'm bringing my mask and I was like I've never think of things like that and there was only going to be four of us in the house and yeah I was like I'm going through every worst case scenario here and yeah, I would never have ever been like that before. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, to be honest, I'm the same. Uh, you know, we have, we have a three-year-old as well and like, I, we're just super kind of, even though like, I know, like, I know there hasn't been really bad cases in kids, but still, you know, we do, we just don't want any case. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we don't want, we don't want anything. We don't want to chance anything, you know, because it's just, you just be worried. You, you, as I said, you think about the worst possible situation and, and that's all you can kind of focus on when you when you try and do something. And you obviously, as you mentioned, you were what the inspiration behind the song was those bad days. And you know, especially as a man, it, uh, to try and like a lot of men, especially a little bit more than women, put on that face of everything's grand and laugh it off and I'm going for a pint or whatever. And that yeah. that you know would have been very hard in lockdown to put on that constant fake persona. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a pity that, um, I, I don't know where it comes from. I think it must be just like, you know, uh, obviously I think women have it much harder than men anyway. I think this is like one of the few things that lads have to try and deal with, to be fair. But, you know, like, um, you know, it's just, it's I, I feel like even with me, it's very hard to kind of show how you're feeling. And I don't know why that is. It's not like, like, I have great parents. I wasn't, you know, mm. it's nothing that was happened to me while I was growing up or, you know, it's just weird that it's just, it's just from the world, I think, that you're kind of growing up in. That it just you just feel like you're not supposed to, you know. Uh, but yeah, especially in lockdown, I mean, it's hard to kind of hide anything when you're constantly, you know, there's no more to hide basically. Yeah, you're like, I've got my really bad mood. Do I just go to the shower for four yeah. hours until eventually? Yeah, have a few points in the shower and just uh, <laughs> let your tears just. Yeah. Your wife's like, "Why is he still upstairs?" <laughs> you're like, "I'm working. Leave me. I swear. I suppose yeah. the, the good thing about it is for you that you can put your feelings." into music and they yeah, come yeah. out away in that way it's not like you're completely bottling them up I suppose yeah no I mean I'm lucky to to have um, that kind of outlet because there are a lot of people don't you know 
I mean, sometimes I go to write a song and you don't even realise that you're actually writing about something that you're feeling until it's done and you're like, oh, Jesus, that's what I was about. You're like, oh, <laughs> you know? wow. Yeah, you know, it's kind of, you don't really think about it sometimes and it just happens. So, no, I'm lucky that way and it's it, it's really good for kind of letting off, you know, some steam and all that kind of stuff. And from the musicians I've spoke to throughout lockdown, you know, they've been saying that social media has been the only way really for them to get their music out and that because the people are home a lot more, they're constantly on social media so they're kind of getting new fan bases because people are discovering them and that that's very very true for you because you are pretty much the king of TikTok now I believe at the moment Oh well uh, <laughs> I'm not the king but uh, no yeah like as as in another thing if, if, if you know if lockdown didn't happen I probably wouldn't have started doing videos on TikTok and you know it's it's mad but yeah like 182,000 followers at the moment uh, I, you know so I mean, I'm doing and my goal is to try and get to like uh, in the next month. I hope, anyway, to try and get to um, a quarter of a million. I think that that's kind of the next goal. Um, but I haven't. I see I've been moving house at the moment, and and I've obviously been uh, busy with the deal and everything. So I was doing a video every day for for two months. So solid. So I haven't been doing that at the moment. So when I can kind of start, well, I don't know if I'll be able to do one every day, but even one every second day or, or something, just to kind of get the content. Um, go on again so were you singing in all these videos um, that you're putting up every day yeah yeah so like um, I kind of do like looped versions of, of songs like just kind of like a one minute cover um, basically of, of just different songs and some songs do really well some songs don't <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know it's not you just don't really know to be honest and what has uh, some, been, what has been the biggest sorry, one of the um, of the covers that you've gotten the biggest reaction my most viewed video in general is actually fake fine Oh, which wow. is is mad, yeah, uh, which is crazy. But uh, the next one after that is I did a kind of loop version of Seven Nation Army by oh, the White Stripes. Uh, then there was All Time and All by John Belly, and it's probably after that. Um, there's loads then that are kind of around the four hundred thousand view uh, mark. That's... You know, like I did a Linkin Park cover, like Zombie. I did uh, Gold Digger. Um, you know, there's there's like there's loads. I think there's over a hundred of them at the moment. Wow, that's incredible. But like even better than that is that your own song is the one that's best because, you know, it's great to have clicks and likes and, you know, and shares about if it was just a cover of, you know, Gold Digger, let's say. Yeah. Uh, because Kanye's in the news. And then it's like, no, well, actually, it's my own song that's getting the best traction. Like, that's a really good feeling. Yeah, like it's 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 crazy, like really, to, to think about that. I mean, TikTok, the people that are following me anyway are really... um they're really good when it comes to original music. They're very supportive, you know. Uh, and I think like 80% are, I think between 60 and 80% are, are from America. You know, there's very, very little um, from Ireland. Um, you know, a couple from Australia, as in, you know, maybe 10%, I think, or something from Australia, same in Canada. You know, it, it's it's crazy, the, the audience that I'm kind of getting. Which shows that because even though you're stuck to your house and confined there, that you can still reach out and get fans in Texas and Australia yeah. and stuff like that which is I suppose the one good thing that obviously the deal is amazing and um, so it's another good thing for you because when this is over you can say well I can do a gig in you know Sydney because I have 10% of my audience there that might actually come and see me yeah 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 exactly you know, it's really good for kind of gauging all that kind of stuff and seeing you know what parts of America 
would work, you know, and because uh, when well, I don't know when we'll be going to America because it's pretty. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's pretty, pretty, uh, yeah. America's very uh, much on yeah. the no list right now. <laughs> yeah, it'll be on the no list for a long time. Uh, <laughs> I'd say it'll be twenty twenty two before it's even anyone's even considering a gig over there. But um, you know, which is a pity because I'm signed between um uh Sony Germany and RCA US, so it's you know there will be a tour in America at some point, you know which would be fantastic. But at the same time, I mean, I suppose it's better to kind of um, kind of do close to home first. And, you know, well, again, it'll be probably hopefully next year, middle of next year, by the time things kind of open up. But um, it'll be, at least I'm looking forward to it, though. It'll be really exciting. Yeah. And, you know, as you said, it's better to um, do the smaller gigs here, get the, uh, while it's safe. And then at least when you do yeah. go over there, you can be like, well, I've waited. So I know that other people have gone ahead or whatever like that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, I wanted to be a hundred percent safe before I go anywhere. I don't want to be taking any chances. Yeah, and you know, as you said, you were nervous enough in moving house in Ireland. So, like heading over to yeah. America is not the not a yeah. flight plan anytime soon. <laughs> no, no. Um, the I'd say England will even be off the list for a while. You know. I know it's it's insane, but you know what? At least the people of Ireland we love live music. Like the fact that yeah. even like going to bars now for your dinner and stuff, people are missing live music there. So I think I know Whelan's is opening up next month, and they have a gig planned. Now it's only eighty-eight people, but down from like four. Yeah, no, I still 50, I still think but, that it'll get. Yeah, I think like once it comes back, I think people will be dying to go see. So I don't think there'll be any shortage of of you know. Um, people to go I think everyone is dying to, to go to some sort of gig or something you know so I mean that's that's the one kind of good thing that when they do come back that there'll be you know people dying to go to all these shows no matter who's playing I'd say you know Oh look at I tell you I, n- I never thought I'd say this but I'd even go see Christopher. I'd go see anyone <laughs> <laughs> Yeah that's it though I think that's what a lot of people are thinking they just want to go and watch live music they don't really care who it is well I mean honestly if it's the likes of like Dermot Kennedy or someone that you know the extra oh no I'd uh, pass on Dermot give me Chris then you didn't know what you're asking <laughs> Dermot if you're listening I'm joking <laughs> we'll go like uh, yeah I think um, the fact is obviously you'd have your preference but the fact of the matter is if we can get to go out and see live music Irish people yeah. love it it's something we've ne- we've never gone without so we want to get back to that again yeah Exactly, yeah. You, isn't, you, know, you don't know what you got till it's gone kind of a thing. You're just like, you don't realise how good you have it like with, with all the music that was going on in the country until mm-hmm. there is no music anymore. <laughs> exactly. And our country does one thing brilliant and that's music. Yeah. Um, and we're going to play your, your song here now, Fake Fine. Um, if anyone wants to find you, Robert, um, I'm assuming you're on Instagram, all that kind of stuff. How do they find you? Yeah, I'm on Instagram, uh, Robert Grace Music and same on Twitter. Uh, Twitter is Robert underscore Grace. Uh, Facebook is Robert Grace Music and uh, yeah and TikTok if you're going if you're on it it's Robert Grace Music as well yes go and share and like get him up to that 400,000 there that half a, th- half a million that he wants that's his goal so help him get there Robert it's been so nice to chat to you today thanks a million for having me no, I'm delighted to be on and I'm hoping that when everything gets back to normal we can have you in the studio and play a song for us it'd be brilliant I, uh, we Definitely, can I love it. talk face to face yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Listen, great to chat to you and we'll play your single now. Thanks a million for talking to us here in Q102. Thanks a million for having me. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me and I really hope you enjoyed it. Do scroll back and see if there's anything else that you might enjoy. And before I let you go, do remember to come and find me on my new podcast, Tis Yourself. Again, talking to celebrities, this time a lot more in depth. So there might be longer episodes there. And we're talking about what was life like before they became famous, the different alternative roads they could have went down, how life changed for them for good and bad. And so, so, so much more. And of course, the thing that they're best known for. So come and find me, Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden. And I really hope you'll enjoy the new episodes. They're up to date. They're brilliant. There's some great people there. And I'd love your support. So please do come find us. That's Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden.